Hello, I'm Erica Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama Podcast. Today we'll be talking about death, where is your sting? Stick around for some hope healing and maybe even some laughs. Welcome once again to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Today is the 23rd of May, 2022, and we're going to be discussing death, where is your sting? The tour portion for this week is Bech Kotai. Hopefully I didn't completely butcher that. It means in my statutes. You'll find this in Leviticus chapter 26, verse 3 to chapter 27, verse 34. The half tour portion is Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 19 to chapter 17, verse 14. And John is the Brit Hadasha or Hadasha, chapter 14, verse 15 to 21. Really great portion this week. I think I say that every single week. It doesn't mean it's not true. Um, if you have not been reading your Bible recently, or you have, either way, this is a great place to start and to, to really get into the Word. I myself was interrupted uh, by my normal morning routine this morning. So if you have listened to my podcast, you listened to my last podcast, which was called Murphy's Law, you know that we've been dealing with a lot of broken things in our house. Um, my vacuum broke. What else broke? Uh, our dryer broke at one point. Our oven has been broken for about a month. Uh, we tried to get it fixed. It was not able to get fixed. It would cost more money to fix it than what just buy a new one. So we did purchase a new one. However, we won't get it until the 31st of May. So we're still without an oven. Friday night, you know, I'm making Shabbat meal. And I'm making fried chicken for my children. Not eating it, but I'm making it for them. And in the process of me making it, the gas slowly but surely starts getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And my little thermometer is, you know, getting lower and lower and lower for my oil. And I'm like, what's going on? And turns out we had a propane leak. And we have no more propane. So not only do we not have an oven, the stove no longer works. So praise God that uh, we have a air fryer or else we would not be able to cook anything. But even so, it's very difficult to make uh, anything of substantial for my family simply because it's not very big. But that being said, that was Friday night. The same night is uh, when I found out that a very dear longtime family friend was home from rehab and had been, had called hospice in. And for those of you who are not aware, hospice, you call the men basically at the end of someone's life to make that person comfortable, keep an eye on them, things of that nature. And this woman and her family have made such a huge impact on my life. And you know what? They probably don't even know it. And the only other family that's not, I don't consider immediate family that ever made a greater impact than this family would be the churches. Um, They were my spiritual parents uh, growing up. They were my pastors and I absolutely adore them. 
they themselves are now messianic and um they live down in florida now so they don't live up in in uh, massachusetts anymore but this family the higgins uh, mary higgins was her name according to the white pages she's 77 years old and this family i do not remember a time in my life where they weren't present during the important moments so for those of you who don't know i grew up um in massachusetts however i was born in colorado we didn't move to massachusetts until i was three this family they became friends with my parents uh became friends with mary and woody higgins in colorado when i was little and when my family moved to massachusetts i don't know if woody got another job they wanted to move along with us. I don't know what the situation was. They moved to Connecticut. And so I was still able to be in relationship with this family. Now their two daughters, Leah and Darla used to watch my sister and I, when we were children, um, their son, Scotty, uh, kind of did his own thing and, um, you know, got to hang out with him a couple times. I thought it was really cool, but the whole family, absolutely precious to me. And on uh, probably about midnight, I think, on Sunday or Saturday, I guess, I guess we'll say, we'll say Sunday morning, very early Sunday morning, uh, Leah, their daughter posted on Facebook about how their, their her mother had passed. And um, there are so many people in your life that make an impact on it. And whether they're positive impacts or negative impacts, the point is they made an impact. And you yourself may think, well, I don't really, you know, I, I wouldn't make an impact on anybody's life. You have no idea. I did not see this family on a daily basis. But I tell you what, especially as a child, you can hear me getting a little emotional, I apologize, but especially as a child, because of the negativity that happened between my relationship with my father and myself. Every time I heard that the Higgins were coming or we were going to go visit the Higgins was a time of joy for me because I knew that that negativity would cease and that they would just be a breath of fresh air that came into my life. And This is still really fresh to me, so I apologize, but um, my mother would say that um, Mary was always such, uh, so great with hospitality and how her tables were always just so beautiful. And you know, I vaguely remember that, but I was a kid, so it really wasn't that important to me. I just remember her being so kind and loving and... With some people, you can tell it's almost kind of a show. You're you're kind of a different person with different people. And uh, Mary wasn't like that. She was kind and loving to everyone. And her husband is hilarious. And he's kind of a jokester. And he's just a funny guy. And just listening to Mary laugh when he would tell jokes and things. or um, It was just, it was precious. And she had such, she had an accent too. I, I don't know if maybe she might have been from the South. I'll have to ask them next time I see them, but, um, 
that's kind of what brought up this particular podcast because life is short. And if you have an opportunity to tell somebody what a difference they've made in your life, you should do it because there's so many times I know even in my own life, it's like, you know, and as a mom, um, you know, life just gets so messy and you're basically with your children all the time, which is fantastic. However, sometimes you're like, you know what, Lord, I, I want to make a difference for you. I want to make an impact for you. And I don't know if Mary ever felt like that, but For a small, broken child. That I was. The kindness that she always emanated. And joy. And really the greatest thing was peace. She always had a peaceful way and just feeling about her. That was very special to me. I've got Kleenexes, don't worry. For those of you who are new to my podcast, you're probably like, why in the world would she be crying while she's recording this? Because I make a point of being as real as possible. When I do this podcast, you're going to see the good, you're going to see the bad. And... I'm not saying that this family's perfect. I'm not saying Mary was perfect. But she emanated the love of her Savior. Like so few that I've known. So few. And it's so important for us to also remember, you know, death can be really painful in your life, especially when you have a loved one who dies. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think I've seen her for a long time, at least 10, 15 years, but it doesn't change the impact she had on my life. Clearly I'm crying about it. Um, But it's not just that. It's the legacy she's left behind in her own children. Because not only was Mary kind and gentle. And just had a peace about her. But her children are that way as well. I can't tell you. And I haven't seen Leah or Darla probably in that amount of time either. And yet they still exude that. And you know, they have just a joy Because they grew up in a household where they had two parents who clearly loved the Lord. Clearly loved the Lord. And they taught it to their children. Just like it tells us, like we when we do the Shema twice a day, right? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. These words which I am commanding you today are to be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you rise up, when you lie down. They should be as frontless upon your eyes. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. They taught their children diligently. And for Lador Vador, from generation to generation, 
she has left a legacy behind her that I can only pray I too can do. And I hope that when I'm done and gone, that I have made an impact, even a fraction of an impact that Mary Higgins and her family has made in my life. And then you say, Erica, what does it have to do with death? Where is your sting? So if you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, depending on your Bible, you know I like my Tree of Life Bible, but it's 54-55. There's a quote that says, death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Because as believers, we do not grieve for the person who has died. We grieve for those who have been left behind, who are saddened by the loss and by them no longer being able to have that person to talk to and be in their life. I am not sad that Mary died. I am so happy for her. I'm happy that she's finally up in heaven with her Savior. My mother says, you know, I'm I'm sure she's up there dancing with Jesus. Because she loved the Lord. And I tell you what, when you go to a funeral like that, where you know where that person is going, there's such a peace there. There really is. Versus if you go to a funeral and you, that person did not know the Lord never even said that they ever knew the Lord. You don't know. It's like, but you know what? You know what? That's one of those moments where it's like, you know, you don't need to know everything. You don't need to know because in that millisecond of time before they passed, they could have decided to accept Yeshua. It is not our place to wonder about it, to dwell upon it. You pray that they, they've made it to heaven, but after that, you need to let it go. But those funerals are a lot different than the ones where people are basically rejoicing because you know, you know where she's at. And so with all this going on, I do plan on going to the funeral. It's going to be in Connecticut, I'm assuming, uh, because that's where they live. So I'm probably going to be heading up to my old stomping grounds as well. And just keep us in your prayers because uh, it's been a rough month for us, just uh, financially with everything breaking and, uh, you know, just having such a dear friend dying and... You know, you want to be there for the family because they literally, they've been there for everything. They were there for my sister's graduation. They were there for my GED party um, and there for my birthday. Um, they were there for everything. I mean, shoot, it's it's crazy to me. Um, Scott, the middle son, I believe, the only son that they had, his wife, Tammy, when I was in my rebellion, called me and talked to me. She reached out to me because they cared. And that to me, like, that's character. That's that's some serious character right there. That not only did Woody and Mary raise such great children, but they married great people too. And I just, I pray that for those people in your life, the Marys in your life, make a point of letting them know that they made an impact in your life. I pray it was a positive impact, but make sure that you let them know because I'll never get an opportunity to tell her what a difference she made. 
But I definitely plan on letting her family know what a difference she made in my life and what a difference they make in my life. Because even if you don't see them for long periods of time, it doesn't mean that they can't make an impact in your life. And so death, where is your sting? You know, something that my husband and I actually have in common that most people find actually kind of crazy is we're not really afraid of death. The majority of people are very much afraid of death. Why? Because we know where we're going. Now, do I want to leave my children here without me? Absolutely not. And that would be the only thing that gives me pause. But it doesn't make me fear death. To me, death is the beginning of my next adventure. Will I miss my family? Absolutely. I will, live, I will miss everybody that I have left behind. But I also believe that there's a time and place for everything. And there's a time for us to live and a time for us to die. We cannot all live forever. And no matter how painful it is, it's something that we all need to come to terms with. Whether we're five years old or 105, it doesn't matter. If it's your time to go, it's your time to go. And to me, why wouldn't you embrace that and be like, you know what, I'm gonna, I get to go up and be with, with Yeshua. I get to be with my Savior. I'm excited. I'm not in a hurry to get there because I feel like, you know, Adonai has more planned for me in my life. And I look forward to the day where I get to get to heaven and maybe be able to greet all those people that I love, like Mary Higgins and my grandmother and anyone else. There are so many different Bible verses to help and give us strength during times of loss and death. Revelations 21 verse 4, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. First Thessalonians 4 verse 13, brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. We have a hope in our Savior. We have a hope in Yeshua. The world does not have hope. Yeshua says in John eleven twenty five, 25, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. That gives me hope. There really are just, I mean, literally just Google it if you want, don't want to try and do a study yourself. Because there are quite a few. Of these verses in the Bible. And I think it's important for us to maybe do research on this, especially if we are afraid of death. It's good to find our strength in the Lord, especially in times of trouble. And when you've had a death of a loved one, that can be a really troubled time for you. 
even if they are a believer. Um, there are even times, even to this day, where I will simply have a thought about my grandmother and start crying. Why? Because she made such a great impact in my life. And because she was one of the greatest, she's, she was the greatest woman I ever knew. And no, I'm not putting her on a pedestal at all. She was not perfect. She definitely had imperfections, but I loved her. It didn't matter what her imperfections were. I remember the good and the bad. Um, I'm definitely not one of those kind of people who tend to do that with dead people. Uh, that drives me crazy, actually. It's kind of one of my pet peeves. <laughs> um, so if you do that, you know, just, I love you anyways, but uh, it does drive me crazy when I see people, uh, you know, they'll post on Facebook about how much they miss their loved one who's passed. And I'm thinking in my mind, and I'm maybe a terrible person. I'm thinking in my mind, you did, they were not a nice person. They were, they were a terrible person to you. They were abusive. They were verbally, they were physically abusive to you. Why in the world would you miss that? Like, I pray that they came to know Yeshua, but uh, let's not put dead people on, on pedestals. Um, same thing with my best friend who died when I was 11. He wasn't perfect. He definitely had some uh, not so good things about him, but yes, we do dwell and we choose to think of the good things. I will tell you right now, I can literally think of zero moments where Mary had a negative impact on my life. I don't even have a negative memory of her. Now, I'm sure her, you know, immediate family probably does, you know, if she yelled at them or something. I never saw that. But I will tell you right now, she was a beautiful, wonderful woman of God. And I pray that I could be half as godly as she was. Because it showed. You know, we talked about bearing fruit. And you know what? She bore the fruit in her family. The fruit is right there for everyone to see. No, they're not perfect. None of us are. But I tell you what. They love the Lord. And I think a big testament of that is because of their parents. And I think we need to learn to walk in love. Not be afraid of giving instruction. And to love as Yeshua loved. And to not be afraid of death. Because death is just another adventure. Especially, you know, when you're a believer. You know that you get to be with your Savior. How much sweeter can life possibly get than that? Now that you've heard all about a woman that you've probably never met, I do pray that you think about the Marys in your life. You think about the Higgins families in your life. Because they truly did make... And they still do make a difference in my life without them even knowing that they're doing it. And that to me is amazing. I pray that I too can make a difference in someone's life. Whether or whether or not they ever tell me that I've made a difference in their life. I pray that that's what, I, what happens. And that I do make a positive impact on people's lives. Now, as I do every single week, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction, which you can find in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and grant you peace. Bashem Yeshua, Shalom, in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen.
May you have a blessed week. And I will be back here, whether in North Carolina or Connecticut or Massachusetts next week. Be blessed, y'all. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com. That's E is an Echo, L is in Lemur, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, the number three at ProtonMail.com. You can also leave me a one-minute voicemail message on Anchor.fm slash Erica LaCasse, and it should have a button right there to say, leave a voice message. Remember to keep it short and sweet if you have any questions or you just want to leave a nice little comment. I would love to hear from you.